In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. In the time of censorship, non-compliance is key. From an undisclosed location in FEMA Region 10, it's your host, Joshua Michael. Well, the Great Awakening is happening and we are here in the forefront of a kinetic global war that is about to take place. And it's gonna be a war that we have never seen before. Socially, information war, kinetic war, disruption, famine, all of the things that we've warned you about and have been talking about for 50 plus years, there have been people talking about this. And it's all coming to flourishing. We're gonna see it, we're gonna get a front row seat, and we are gonna be the active, engaged, engaged soldiers into this new front. Because understand now, folks, there is no soldiers, there are no armies, there's no more any of that. We are all now soldiers and we are all now the army for humanity and the army for the future. The entire planet is waking up right now and actively getting in engaged. The United States is on the tail end of things happening around the world. The rest of the world is usually ahead of us in regards to the uprisings and the movements, such as the masks, the anti-mask movements, the anti-vaccine movements, the information associated with that. And if you look at what's going on around the world in France, in South America, in El Salvador, in Australia, in Canada even with Chris Skye, the United States is not the only one under attack. There's a predatory super global government tied in with the multinational corporations and non-government organizations that are trying to capture humanity and capture your future. What is your plan going to be and how are you going to fight against it? It's a, it's a David versus Goliath situation and it feels overwhelming. It feels as if there's nothing that we can do, but there's everything that we can do. And all it takes is for you to release your mind in that prison that's been fabricated and created just for you, whether it's a digital prison, whether it's a physical prison um, that you've put yourself in with non-like-minded people, to where anytime you have a dissenting thought such as, well, maybe the election was stolen, and that makes sure that you're not getting shut down by the people around you. You're not getting silenced by your social media that you're on. You're not getting silenced by your church group because churches are not immune to this front. Now they can talk all day long about God and future and the resurrection and, and all of these things that are biblical, but aren't we in biblical times right now? Aren't we living in the biblical moments that the Bible is warned about, such as the mark of the beast? Aren't we in that moment right now? So what a better venue than for a church to be talking about the World Economic Forum, for a church to be talking about the Great Reset and the AI takeover through these corporations 
and not to be swayed by the demonic entities, by these corporations trying to imprison us. Now, isn't that at in the face that we're at? Isn't that at the moment that we're at? So why aren't these churches talking about this? Because I think that they should be. And now granted, there are a few. But it's a dance that they're always dancing. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or they don't want to seem too extreme. They don't want to seem too radical. So they just blanket generalized statements every sermon, but never want to get into the weeds or the details. Aren't we at that moment to where it's up to us to rise up? I think that we are. What do you think? Hit me up on Twitter at noncompliantus. Tell me what you think. What do we do to circumvent this? I think the Great Awakening is well underway, but now it's time to push. Now it's time to push our local churches into getting active, into getting hardcore, into stop trying to blanket everybody. Stop trying to save us and preserve us from you know, the potential thought of where we're actually at in the world. It's not going to do us any good anymore to pretend we don't know what's going on, to pretend that we don't see the dysfunction, we don't see the capture that's happening through these entities on how they're trying to capture us in every way and trying to take away our rights in every way. It's not going to help us. Now it's time to be honest with our kids. Now it's time to be honest with our fellow churchgoers, with our neighbors, with everybody else. They need to know what is going on and who's behind it. Who's behind the World Economic Forum? And what kind of principles are they setting? What kind of policy are they setting? What kind of things are they doing? What kind of AI technologies are they developing right now to where you don't even realize that they exist? If you remember Robert Epstein's testimony in front of Congress, I think it was back in 2017, he talked about how Google swayed 60 plus million people in the election and they didn't even know it. More importantly, most of the government systems don't even have the ability to track the shadow banning and the swaying that they were doing. Think about how sophisticated it's become since. That was five years ago. Now they have AI technologies. Now they're rolling out AI to where now we accept AI. We're almost accepting it, giving it a seat at the table. And is it inevitable for us to not be able to fight against it? Is it inevitable? But isn't it a coincidence how they're building systems to collaborate with AI? We're creating it. We're allowing the creation to be happening by wanting faster internet, wanting more connectivity, wanting a smart home and a smart watch and a smart computer and a smartphone and a smart calculator and a smart thermostat and a smart light and a smart sprinkler system. Aren't we asking for that all in the name of convenience so we can have more time to watch Netflix? So the reality is, is that's where we're at. And we just need to accept it. You guys need to pull your head out of your sand, out of the, out of the sand, and realize there is nobody getting out of this alive. There's nobody getting out. You can't cheat death, right? We only have a certain amount of time to live. And more importantly, our kids, 
We need to preserve the future for our kids. And understand what's happening. A couple things that are happening right now. Originally, it was women against men. Didn't really work out very well. Then it moved on to blacks against whites. Then it came back to women against men. Now they're transgender versus the white man and conservatives. Then it's Republicans versus Democrats. Right? Then it's communists versus libertarians or, you know, conservatives. So, one, you can't negotiate with the communists. I'm not saying that that's what we need to do is bridge that gap because I think they are 100% saboteurs. They are 100% set to destroy. They're like a virus. A virus cannot live on its own. It needs a host to live and suck the energy off of. And the Democratic Party has been completely hijacked by these communist revolutions, but they're extremely well-funded. They're extremely sophisticated. They understand the long war. We want to go out with our pitchforks, fight whoever we fight, and then go back to our families. That's our problem. We want to go back and just be like, okay, we got rid of that guy out there. Okay, so now we're good. But they're not going away. They're invading every element of your life. You cannot get out of it. And the only choice that you have is to fight. Not physically, yet. There might come a day where China invades the United States. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You don't think that's coming? You don't think they're preparing for that? Absolutely. Every military person I talk to says 2026 is the magical date for China to invade the United States. And everything that you're seeing with the high heels and the army and the transgender nonsense to get us all fighting about things that don't matter, but they do matter because we know if we let them sit, if we let them fester, if we let them continue on just like a predator on its prey, you ever watch a cheetah or a hyena route its prey? You watch those old planet, planet videos? What do they do? They get down real low. You can't see them. They try to blend in. They try to pretend that they're not there. They try to act like everything's okay. And then what do they do? They creep slowly into the prey until they get close enough to strike. That's what's happening. So we need to expose them. We need to route them out and we need to get them out. But also understand there is a reason that they used to have public executions and public hangings and all of these things because that was the effective way to keep these predators at bay. Because we know if we let them take over, we'll be where we are at right now. Globally, more importantly, the United States. We have been 100% captured. And it's time for us as American citizens for who we have left to fight like hell and give these people a run for their money. And it might be too late. I don't think it's too late. I think too many people are aware of it. But we need not to be fighting with our neighbor, but we need to understand what our neighbor is doing, right? Because the real people in charge of this, the Klaus Schwabs, the Noah Harari, George Soros, 
Anthony Fauci, oh yeah, I don't think that he's not involved. Bill Gates, these are the people and their minions and their organizations that are creating this chaos. They are creating this famine. They are creating this false scarcity, which is a real scarcity simply because we're being deindustrialized. Now, they're going to blame it on global warming. They're going to blame it on carbon. They're going to blame it on all this stuff. But we need to remember that the reason we're in this position, because the Nord Stream pipeline was blown up by the deep state and the Biden administration, and they tried to cover it up, didn't get away with it, right? They've created, they've been doing a proxy war in Russia since the Obama administration to antagonize the Russians, to provoke them to a point, so much so for like four years, Putin was like, hey guys, stop killing our soldiers. Stop assembling in Ukraine. Please just stop. I don't want a war with you guys. I don't want a war with you. Just please just get out of our hair. And we didn't do it. But now Russia's like, okay, guys, listen. And he kept, he kept telling them. He had so much patience. He's like, listen, I don't want to do this, but we have to. We have to respond because he understands you can't let that predator linger out in the bushes and just wait for that moment to strike. You have to take them out. And so what did they do? They invaded. Now things are getting escalated. We're in a real war with Russia, which Russia is just essentially sucking up the vacuum of what's left of the U.S. military and softening us up for a Chinese invasion. Don't think it's going to happen, folks. Look at what's going on right now in uh, South America, in Central America. There are actual buses. I'm trying to find the footage right here. Now, it's, it's fascinating. Michael Yan is down there right now. And there are these ginormous buses. The most beautiful buses I've ever seen, as Trump would say. The most beautiful buses we have ever seen. Literally. Literally, people from all over the world, this is at the Darien Gap, all over the world, jumping on these giant, beautiful buses, and guess where they're getting shipped to? Guess where they're getting shipped to? Oh, yeah, that's the United States, because we have a wide open border right now. You're listening to Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the formal state of Oregon in FEMA Region 10. All right, we are back. Short hour just to try to cram in the chaos. You know, what do we talk about? What do we choose to talk about? Right? I want to talk about things that are going to directly affect us. There are rape kits being administered to all of the females that uh, are coming across the Darien Gap in Central America being shipped up in these giant buses up to the United States. And guess where they're going to go? I was at dinner the other night. Last night, actually, I was talking. I was at dinner 
completely not related, but, you know, I like to listen to conversations sometimes where people are at because you kind of get the pulse of where the public is. What are people informed? And there are these great, good-hearted, just American, regular people. They're not radicals. They're not extremists. They don't have swastikas on their forehead. Like everybody thinks, uh, you know, an extremist. Oh, gosh. You know, or a, a, a Trump stamp or whatever. But they're just talking and they're having a conversation. This gal works for DHS. And I overheard talking about how the Department of Homeland Security, what they had embeds inside of the Department of Human Services in the state of Oregon. And they were administering, I don't know what they were administering. They were giving them money or places to live or something else. But she's like, listen, and, and, and she seemed well-informed, right? But she basically said that it's illegal for the federal agency to be involved directly into those state affairs. And what were they doing? They were giving all these illegal migrants, these illegals, money, food, transportation, housing, all of these things where it's being fabricated and orchestrated by a federal agent who's embedded into the Department of Human Services. And she's like, yeah, she works with the guy. And she's like, it's so super illegal, but I don't know who to tell. I don't even know who to talk to. What do we do? Right? So there's that going on. So when we see things, you know, such as these homeless camps being orchestrated everywhere, they're, they're clearing out buildings in some areas. They're going to have hotels that have now been moved over to housing facilities. And there's just a massive influx in homeless population. Why is that? Because essentially the governor has been ripped off and there is no restriction and there is no filtration system that is not allowing these people to get funding, to get money. I mean, I could go down there tomorrow and say, hey, you know, my name's Juan Hernandez and I need a thousand dollars and I need food and I need a place to live and I need this. And I know people that work there, some people really close to me and they're like, yeah, we would just have to issue. We know you're lying. They can look up and see that they're lying, but they've been told you cannot say no to these people. Think about that. So that's, what's that? That's our tax dollars. That's tax money. And with that tax money, Michael Yan showing it right now. Uh, and then the, what the illegals are getting prior to moving up the canyon, even moving up Central America to Mexico into the United States, they're getting these rape kits. There's male condoms in there, female condoms, abortion pills to help the aliens get raped more safely. These kits are given to women and children along with the maps to America. How disgraceful is that? But they've already proven. They've already said over 80% of the women that are coming up through the border have to get raped. And so they give them these rape kits. Hey, don't worry. This is well, well worth it. Once you get here, you'll be set up for life. And you won't ever have to work again. And you could just milk off of the system. Are we going to put up with that? But here's the thing. We're not putting up with that. Anybody that speaks out against it is getting deplatformed and censored and everything else because we're still complying to their system. This is the importance of being non-compliant. 
is being able to combat against this stuff. We just simply have to stop being compliant. Stop trying to go through their systems. We have a corrupt corrupt justice system. We have a con- corrupt uh, senators in the state of Oregon voting in illegal unconstitutional bills all over. Corrupt House Republicans, House Democrats, all over. It's happening everywhere. But we understand the importance of voting. Now, the better question is, is it too late? Are we too far down the rabbit hole to be able to combat against this? That's a million-dollar question. I don't think that we are. I think that there's a chance. All we have to do is actually get involved. We need to stop sidebarring, talking about it, talking about how terrible these things are, and just never doing anything about it. We actually have to make a shift. We actually have to make a change. We actually have to go down to the courthouse. We have to write these congressional people. We have to stop buying stuff at these stores. Like this Black Lives Matter activist restaurant, downtown Salem, across from the courthouse. They got, say their names, and then they have everybody's names written on it. It's absolutely disgusting. But we need to do things like maybe go put Ashley Babbitt's name on there, right? Because she was murdered in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Don't we? Her life doesn't matter, but it does. But we just need not to buy things from those people, people that play into that. Because while that is, is that is, that's grandstanding and it's race baiting because those are the real racists, Right? The fact that you're sitting there having a conversation and all of a sudden they say, well, what about disenfranchised black people that have been murdered by this? And you're like, yeah, that's sad. It sucks. Nobody should be murdered. Nobody should be taken into account like that. But how do their lives matter more than ours? Then it gets into that point. Well, it's because they're black, of course. Now, if that's not the most racist statement that exists, it is. So those people are being racist in the name of defending racism. So how do you talk to somebody like that? How do you, how do you, you can't. They're a brainwashed NPC robot. They've been inducted into the cult. They've given sacrifice and pledged their allegiance to Satan, whether they know it or not. Because whatever pineal gland in their brain that gives them any thought is out of the question. Any individual thought is gone. Any logical step is gone. So what do you do? You can try to detox them, you know, and get them, hey, maybe you should detox, brother. You got a lot of fluoride in your water because that's what essentially what's doing. And that's another element that what we can do to combat against this and wake people up because that is the fight. We need to get people awake and aware and ready for what's to come. I'm Joshua Michael. We'll be right back. back folks joshua michael non-compliant america and boy is it an exciting time to be alive and i get a lot of people they're probably going to say oh josh well what about this what about this news story what about this news story what about this one what about this one josh you got to address the stuff going on in the courthouse with the senate floor voting in this bill 
we're not combating against it. I'm talking about 2005, right? And the people going on there. And yeah, we could talk about it. I'd love to talk about it, right? It, doing news is easy because there's so much of it. We could talk about news all day long. I can give you this story. I can give you this story. I can give you this story. And I know it's important. And I know it's important to talk about. But do you know what's more important to me? To get you to think for yourself. Because I'm not going to be able to tell you anything and everything that you need to look at. But if I can give you the keys to take you out of this system, to stop conforming, to be non-compliant, and to just start thinking for yourself, that to me, my friends, is gold. Everything else is kind of wash, right? If, if I can get you prepared to understand where you're at in the world and understand what we're facing, potential global nuclear war, famine, another pandemic is supposed to, supposedly coming, which, you know, we could talk about that because I think it is important to dissect what that means. Now, this can be a double-edged sword, and this is how these people operate. Once you understand how they operate, and why by this people, I'm talking about the Fauci's and the Bill Gates's and all these predators, there's really about 1,500 people running this and orchestrating this whole thing, plus all their minions below them. But the reality is, is that if I can get you to think, then you could look at this news story about this oncoming pandemic that's supposedly spreading everywhere and it's on its way here and be afraid, be very afraid. It, 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 there's a double-edged sword to it. And here's what I think. It could potentially be a real virus and the mask wearing, you know, hybrid Prius drivers or the bike riders out there riding their beach cruiser with the mask on by themselves, right? They're going to they're gonna do what they're going to do. And that means they're just going to keep their mask on, start wearing their mask in public, put masks on their kids and their grandkids, tell their kids they can't come over until they get the new vaccine. Then they get the new vaccine, then they die, and then they go, oh, well, at least they were safe now from COVID or whatever the new pandemic is, right? There's going to be those people. But then here's the interesting thing. There is a strong group of people that are very uh, galvanized against all this stuff. And they will simply just not conform no matter what. And that's also a dangerous place to be. But it's also a perfect place if the virus is real. What a perfect place to put these people to be exterminated if the virus is real. And now I'm not saying it is. I think it's a bunch of bullcrap because here's the thing. These people are such control freaks. You have to understand they are such control freaks. They will not let something get out of control if they can help it. They will not produce a virus that's going to spread everywhere and potentially hurt them or their agenda or potentially kill them. They're not going to do that. So they're going to orchestrate fear, create the illusion of a real virus, just like they did in 2019. And now we know it all to be true. We know it all to be BS. We know it all to be bull crap. And what was that all made for? To parallel construct, consolidate markets and start deindustrializing the Western civilization to pit the rest of the world against the United States because the United States military is the superpower that could combat against 
this world government system. So they have to destroy that before they can roll it out. They have to disarm us before they can roll out these armies to enforce their vaccine agenda or their green movement agenda or their communist bullcrap. They have to do that. So that's what you're seeing happening right now, especially with House Bill 2005. It's a prime example of the importance of getting out and voting. It's the prime example of vetting out your candidates and asking them the hard questions and making sure that they do what they say that they're going to do. Because all, all along, all we do is see lip service. And I'll give you an example. This is a day, this is from Kevin Starrett. Now, he's just on fire and on point with everything. But we're, I mean, folks, we're getting really close to gun control being a real deal. Where you just can't buy a gun anymore. So, this is from Kevin Starrett. It says, this is a day we won't soon forget, quote. Those bold words were closed, a press release signed by Republican leaders Tim Knopp and Vicki Iverson. Well, that was yesterday. And that was a couple days ago, he said. Today, they forgot. Where there were so many Senate floor sessions, the Oregon House, with assistance of the House Republicans, raced through over 30 bills. Think about this, folks. 30 bills were passed this past week. You want to name them off to you? HB 305, HB 3258, HB 3260, HB 3309, HB 3362, HB 3385, HB 3421. I'm just saying, it goes on and on. So anyways, it's Friday. This was yesterday. At least one Republican complained they want to go home. I want to go home. I didn't sign up for this. This is supposed to be easy. People aren't supposed to be writing up, writing my emails. People aren't supposed to be getting engaged, which citizens are, which is great, but not enough. You're going to your kid's soccer game. You're going to sleep at eight. You're letting this stuff happen. It is us. That's allowing this to happen. Not these Democrats and Republicans that are pushing it through. We're allowing them to push it through. Democrats insist they are not concerned about running out of time to pass their priorities before the mandatory June 25th adjournment. That means that's the end of the session. Anyways, they attempted to delay the vote on Wednesday for 2005 and a bill that would outlaw the so-called ghost guns and increase the age to possess any guns to 21, which is illegal, and potentially increase the number of public places where concealed handguns are prohibited, which is illegal, in exchange for postponing a vote on the bill early May, Republicans agreed to ease up on the delay maneuvers. Oh, leave it to the Republicans to start compromising because that's what they always do is they just compromise like little girls. You know, in fact, I think little girls don't compromise. So that's an insult to little girls. What are they? Charlatans, cowards, spineless jellyfish. When are they going to stand for something? When are the Republicans going to grow some cojones? These are delayed tactics, said Lieber, a Portland Democrat, 
and it's only going to interfere with the democratic agenda. Well, no crap. That's the reason we're doing it. Your democratic agenda is a communist agenda. Now is the time to relax. Most people have told us they are getting no response from the leadership to their request to do their job, which is true because the leadership, again, spineless. They have no backbone. Anyways, remember they have many ways to filter and ignore emails. That's the problem with digital, the digital world. That's why they want to move everything to the digital world. It's because it's easy to go, eh, I don't want to see emails from that individual. Or, hey, that individual's never going to know that they, I read their email. That's the problem with the digital age. That's the problem with social media. Do you not get it? Do you not understand? So the best thing is, is to call these people or go down to their office and wait there. Wait there until they come out and ask them a question. Senator Tim Knopp's phone number is 503-986-1727. Representative Vicki Iverson is number 503-986-1459. Now, go ahead and go get a pen and write this down. Senator Tim Knopp, 503-986-1727. Put it on your refrigerator. I want all of you guys to call these guys on Monday. Vicki Breeze, 503-986-1459. When are we going to fight and stand up for our rights? We have to put pressure on these people. This is just a blip into the, the future. Because where it's going, we are Nazi Germany, 1933. We're 19, 1932 right now, and they're getting ready to start disarming the population, and this is a step in that direction. But do you notice the collaborated effort with Washington, Oregon, and California? They're all pushing the same agenda. Do you ever wonder... They're not looking out for states' rights. They're not concerned about the individual sovereignty of each state. There's a multinational corporation organizing and spending millions and millions of dollars to either infiltrate the legislative body and or collaborate with them. There's an entire team of lobbyists in the courthouse every week Proposing these bills. Who do you think's writing these bills, folks? You think it's these representatives? In most cases, they're not. They're being handed a bill and saying, here, push this. We'll give you the support and we'll give you the backing for your upcoming election. And they go, oh, okay, what's it about? And they say, oh, <laughs> don't worry about that. You don't need to worry about that. This is America. Everything's free. We're listening to Non-Compliant America. We'll be right back. We make it all of this money. Yeah. I know it's rude to be bragging. They never catching a slack. Me and my buddy. We working hard for this money. The Grid. A digital frontier. I tried to picture clusters of information as they moved through the computer. What did they look like? Ships, motorcycles. Were the circuits like freeways? I kept dreaming of a world I thought I'd never see. 
find myself asking, what's the point of all this? What's the point of you even listening to anything that I'm saying? If it's not going to inspire you to want to do better or be better as a person. Because really, we're all fighting for the same thing. We're fighting for humanity. We need to preserve humanity. we got to understand the future. And I know it seems dramatic and everybody, it feels like everybody's been saying it, like the end of times, end of times, been saying it for 30 years. We're, we're really facing something real, folks. And a lot of you guys don't even know what's out there and what's coming and how quickly things could potentially degenerate. With everything that you know, think about where your mind was at in 2019 and look at where it's at now with your awareness, with your consciousness, with understanding how the vaccines, all vaccines, not just the COVID vax, are dangerous and harmful and have been killing and incapitating people for years, for years, the whole purpose of it. One of the interesting things that I saw online uh, over the week was somebody talking about the tetanus shot, right? And remember the old tetanus story of, <laughs> of if you stand on a nail, like your mouth will close shut, right? Like that's the, that's the story. That's why we all get the tetanus shot. When she looked at the data, she's like, there's never been an instance of somebody of that happening to somebody with tetanus, the description of what it's preventing us from getting in the sickness it's preventing us from getting there's no record of it you ha it's it's much more extreme than that in some instances right but one thing that we don't see coming and how quickly things could shift how quickly they think how things lock down they'll start introducing new tech new technologies they're federalizing the internet folks they're federalizing the monetary system what are they doing that for to protect us to protect us about the things that they set up. To protect us against the banking failures that they've created. The links to FTX and the Democratic Party is astronomical. What's another link to that? Is Ukraine. Ukraine was tied to a bunch of the FTX money. It was going to Ukraine and coming back to the Democrats. That's embezzling at its finest. But another thing that's coming that we don't see that is now starting to come to fruition and people are starting to talk about it thanks to Elon Musk and people around them now, is Elon a good guy? I don't know. Right? Is he just seizing an opportunity? Because what's going to happen is we're going to be putting these digital gulags and we won't be able to get out of them because you guys didn't even see them coming because nobody was talking about them because everybody was talking about Trump and the Trump indictment. You know, or the transgender movement, or the attack on whites that's happening all across the country in these gore videos of people just walking up to white people and punching them in the face, old ladies, and kids, and all this crazy stuff. That's all meant to inspire you to react in a certain way. And not that that's not important stuff. It's, it is important. But I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to get into the weeds of that because I want to talk about the future and why they're creating these distractionary videos. And if they have so much control over the internet, why are they letting those hate crimes get through? It's because it's an agenda. They want to make you mad. They want to make you be racist. 
They want to make you feel racist or transphobic against trans people. Nothing against trans people besides the fact that they openly tell, tell you that they are coming after your kids and they want to groom your kids, most of them, not all of them, but most of them, right? So they are a predatory class of people that are doing that. Yeah, that's important. It's important. But I want to talk about something else. Okay? Boston Dynamics. If you don't know who Boston Dynamics is, you better get with it. Okay? The return, this is from uh, Zero Hedge. Mayor Adams and the New York Police Department unveil dystopian robot dog to fight crime. Remember that famous dog on Boston Dynamics, the robot dog that's incrementally been getting, been, been getting smarter and more aware, more alert? Well, now they're rolling it out on the streets. The four-legged robot dog called DigiDog is set to assist the New York Police Department in investigating high-risk hazardous incidents. The DigiDog first appeared on the streets in 2020 and was shelved months later because civil unrest... The civil rights advocates called the technology aggressive policing. Well, of course. Of course it is. And you know why they're rolling these systems out? Because the inhumane things that they're asking the police to do now is a clear violation of all their civil rights. A robot doesn't care about your civil rights. Besides the robotic canine, New York Police Department will add a K-5 autonomous security robot to its force and the Star Chase GPS system. Think of the K-5 robot and RoboCop. It's R2-D2 style. Oh, of course it looks like R2-D2 because now it's fun. It's loving. It's accepting. There's yet to be a word for the police that will be operating facial tracking software. Facial tracking. Embedded with Apple, COVID-19, the rollout of the digitizing system. Remember how they inducted all the kids into sitting at the screen for learning? They had to sit at home. And there's a Star Chase GPS system which allows police in a handheld or vehicle-mounted launcher to track a tagged vehicle remotely. That's not a violation of your rights. Free and fair travel is a constitutional right. If you're curious about how the Star Chase GPS system works, watch this video. So this robot will literally go up to your vehicle and put a tagging unit on it and a tracking unit if you're a person of interest. Say you're a person that's like, hey, I think they stole the election. Or hey, I'm not going to wear this mask. I'm just not going to shop there. Or hey, I'm not going to get this vaccine. Hey, I'm not going to stick this thing up my rear end. And walk around like it's protecting me? I'm not stupid. I'm not going to do that. I have rights. Well, in the future, if we don't fight this, you will be considered a domestic terrorist. You are the enemy of the system. Skynet 1.1 is getting ready to get rolled out. What are you going to do about it? So this is a terrifying thing. And this is just a prime example. This is a prime example. So Oliver Stone's uh, documentary is getting banned on Amazon, which is uh, deplatformed, decentralized ship. And there's a giant 
uh, interview coming up on Tucker Carlson. I advise all of you guys to watch it uh, with Elon Musk talking about AI. There's been little blip videos, um, but he's calling for defunding NPR because if you haven't been watching, he actually put a government tag because they have government funding. He put that on Twitter, revealing how embedded the Stay Behind Network and this government over overreach, how deep in the rabbit hole. This isn't independent journalism. This isn't independent funding. This is the deep state coming after you, coming after your future, and coming after your guns. You're listening to Joshua Michael, Noncompliant America. Thanks. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, at Noncompliant US. Thanks for listening, and as always, we'll see you next week. <laughs>